Hey all, I am starting off this podcast by saying, I'm sorry, the sound quality is not awesome. It seems to be motorcycle palooza today. So stay tuned, you're going to hear some vroom vrooms. Welcome to episode 125, How to Stave Off Anxiety. And before I really kind of get into this, I just wanted to say uh, thank you to a lot of um, fans, followers, who have reached out since I uh, launched the free ebook, um, Am I an Empath or HSP? Uh, a checklist and six tips for empaths and HSPs to thrive. Now, if you haven't picked that up, it's a free ebook. You can check it out in the show notes. Um, but anyway, a lot of people have reached out who have grabbed that free ebook and really start to talk about the their anxiety of kind of understanding a little bit more about who they are as a person and understanding why their sensitivity can actually cause them more anxiety and understanding how to, uh, I don't want to use the word control, but how to manage um, when you're, those feelings, when you're starting to feel anxious or overwhelmed, kind of how to step back, come back into yourself not get all caught up in that head mess. If we can get out of that head mess, get back into our bodies, we can calm ourselves down quite quickly. So thank you to everyone who has reached out via email uh, and also in my free Heal Your Story Facebook group, which is designed more around uh, reducing anxiety and for uh, empaths and sensitives. So that link will also be in show notes if you want to join. So, all right, here we go. Episode 125, how to stave off anxiety. You know, we spend much of our day creating anxiety by wanting two opposite desires that seem incompatible. When this happens, we judge ourselves and elicit guilt over at least one of the opposing desires. Tension is created by having opposite desires as we try to work out a way to have both. So consider the examples. I I want a clean house, but I want to be outside instead of doing housework. Or I'll have fun meeting my friends for an evening out, but I just want to put on my pajamas and watch TV. And I want to travel, but I want to stay home snuggling my pets. Anxiety is produced by our own judgment of our thoughts. Now, what if our thoughts about those statements are, what if I don't clean? People will think I'm lazy. If I don't go out, my friends will think I'm boring. If I leave my animals to go on vacation, I'm an irresponsible pet owner. So tension is produced because you're searching for a compromise or a solution between the two. Maybe I could hire someone to clean my house. Perhaps I could have an evening in with my friends. Maybe I could travel with my pets. Now, this is where mindfulness comes in. Mindfulness is the practice of being in the present moment without judgment. Through meditation exercises, you can learn to accept your thoughts without becoming critical of yourself for having the thought. With the practice of mindfulness, 
you can acknowledge your thoughts without trying to answer them. You are not trying to solve a problem, and you are simply experiencing a thought. With an ongoing practice of mindfulness, you'll begin to let your thoughts flow in and out throughout your day without allowing them to induce anxiety or tension. In this manner, you'll be able to hold two opposing desires and acknowledge the presence of each. But that's it. You simply acknowledge and move on. Mindfulness is not about trying to find a solution. We're not meditating in the hopes that a third idea, better than the other two, will emerge. So the practice of mindfulness can make you more attentive to the world around you, which can reduce the tension you feel when you find yourself in situations like the examples given. Many of us spend our days multitasking and thinking about other things, even when we're in the middle of a face-to-face conversation. Consider how you might feel differently by staying really present, getting out of the head mess and staying really present. So take in these mindfulness examples. I drift into a cozy nap with the sounds of a purring cat on my lap and the soft drip of the kitchen faucet hitting dishes in the sink. I listen to every word of my friend's trip to Italy While we eat cinnamon buns, the warm taste of cinnamon is becoming infused with her smile as she tells me about her holiday. The crunch of autumn leaves under my slippers is delightful as I carry the recycling to the curb. Do you see the difference between what we talked about earlier and these examples? Mindfulness is an awareness of all that is going on around you and even inside you at any given moment. A focus on the present moment contributes to our overall well-being and allows us to live a happy and positive life. And now, I'll give you an affirmation. I suggest repeating this out loud after I say it, or when you have some time by yourself. I stave off anxiety by accepting situations as they are. There is a sense of peace that comes from knowing what I am unable to control. I can see things as they are and accept them. Being accepting means looking at a situation as it is and avoiding the urge to color it with my biases. Doing this allows me to feel satisfied about the approach I take to resolving it. I know that some issues are beyond my ability to solve. My mind is at ease when I am in a financial rut because I know my money stretches only so far. I avoid the urge to let stress take hold. Asking my creditors for time to settle a debt is the wise thing to do. It shows that I'm willing to resolve the issue. It also shows that I'm committed to meeting my obligations. Maintaining my positive character is important to me. I know how to remain calm and confident in the face of adversity. When I commit to finding a solution, I feel instantly at ease. It is pointless walking around frustrating myself 
because of a situation as it is today. My attention is always on how to alter the situation for a more favorable tomorrow. I refuse to be bogged down by today's challenges. Today, my focus is on making tomorrow a brighter day than the days before. My peace of mind is maintained because I move on from how things are today and concentrate on making them ideal for the future. I go easy on myself. And now, some self-reflection questions for you. What can I do to calm my mind when I sense anxiety coming on? Who are some of the people I rely on to offer creative suggestions? And what does my ideal future look like? Oh, I'd love to know the answers to these questions. You can feel free to reach out to me via email. Or if you want to join the Facebook group, you can drop your answers in there. So I hope you find this affirmation helpful. You know, the example I gave about money. Money is or tends to be one of the biggest stressors in life. And then when we continue to stress and stress and stress, it almost paralyzes us instead of allowing us to see all opportunities in front of us. And it can be that way with almost any situation. So I implore you to when you start to feel anxious or overwhelmed, take a really big breath, come back to your body, and explore all of the solutions that may be before you. Sending you all a ton of love. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Heal Your Story. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find me, my coaching services, my book, or book a Heal Your Story strategy session at HeidiDelaire.com. For other self-development articles, go to LoveWideOpen.com. And you can also follow me at Heidi Delaire or Love Wide Open on all social media channels. Thanks so much. Sending lots of love.